the enemy is upon us. It's time to dig in, to stand our ground, and watch for the next attack. You're in the Fox with Jason Mark. Hey, welcome back to the Foxhole, uh, where we stand our ground and watch for the enemy's next move. I am your host, as always, Jason Barker, and today with us we have Franco, the angriest of all tigers, dropping nothing but truth bombs. So, Angry, how you doing today, brother? What's going on, Jay? I'm all right, man. Just uh, did the Tiger and Snake financial report, had a big glass of carrot juice so I could be ready to rock and roll for you. Got my duds on to honor my friend on his first day or my first uh, debut on your show. So I'm excited, dude, to be in the foxhole, man. You know, but uh, don't throw too much mud around. I, I like my corduroy coat. I don't oh, like I got you a trench coat in the in the closet back there. We can. All right, thanks, Jay. So, so hey, what's, uh, what's 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 in your target? What's on your um, site? Well, first, before I get into that, I want to apologize to folks because you know the foxhole was empty yesterday um and did did you check for booby traps when you came in because you know nobody was here to like watch out after it ounce of the dude dog came in and sent it for explosives all clear nice we get the all clear so eod has cleared us to transmit and today we're going to talk about some stuff that might ruffle the uh the fur on the angry tiger because we're going to look into a little bit of conspiracy theory stuff we're going to talk about the balloon. You didn't tell me we were talking about the balloon. Not the balloon. Well, we're going to start off with, with one thing first. I want to reflect back on the NOTAM stuff. Okay. Um, I just want to look back because that kind of like got swept under the rug, right? It did. And I want to reflect on that and say that how that may relate. And I'm playing the devil's advocate here. I want to talk about the balloons and I want to relate it to the NOTAM stuff. And, you know, because that was kind of weird. I mean, what do you know about that? Let's let's just go ahead and jump into it. Uh, no TAMs. You know what that is, right? Well, yeah. You know, basically, basically the communication system, warning system for the air. You're talking about the airliners, right? Right. Yeah. Right. Yeah. That went out. Well, what, what was it? North America? Was it all in North America, Canada and it America? Was, so Canada and North America have separate systems, completely isolated. And, mm -hmm. and understand that this is not a required system. This is an like an early, earlier warning thing for hazards like balloons. <laughs> I'm sorry. It's just it's it's for birds, okay. uh, storms, like like literally. Uh, this is stuff that air traffic control, it's completely separate from air traffic control. So air traffic control never went down. This is like a separate system that kind of gives them a more um, advanced notice of things in their area that is a, a threat, you know. Well, hey, there's a giant hang, there's a hang glider in your area don't right. you know in your airspace you know some guy who's skydiving he weighs a, a buck 12 and he got floated up you know right. watch out don't suck him in your engine kind of thing so this Lock is not something up. that is that freaking serious to shut down you know all international travel <laughs> for two countries right um but anyway uh so we know what no tams is i'm, I'm gonna jump into this and and we'll, we'll get into it uh let me share it real quick and i'm sorry for the color coding uh folks if you're if you're watching yesterday was kind of a we had a weapons malfunction uh i was supposed to do the show but i was on duty at was my backup i thought i was going to be able to do it but i was on call so it turns out it was a good call to push it to today because i got called at 805 which 
would have made a five minute show. And AT, you had to rescue a friend. By the way, how is your buddy doing? Did you get him rescued? He's great. He's great. We reflashed his computer, my friend. Yeah, he's he had a diesel truck and he got stuck in Toledo. And you know, these are people that you know you grow up with and you call them no matter what, and they're there. And that yeah. you know, I reciprocate that. So I had to go help the guy. I was really bummed that I wasn't able to to fill in for you, Jay. And then I was even more bummed when I seen that the the foxhole was empty. Yeah. No, I, I mean, you get the dogs in to sniff for the bomb. So we're cool now. You know, we're okay. clear. yeah, I apologize and, uh, for that, man. That was no, that was and one day we'll have to get into the DEF, uh, that's diesel exhaust fuel, something, right? Yep. Um, yep. That is such a scam. It is. Yeah. And, and the whole thing is, is it, you know, he ran a whole delete on it and uh, it, the truck lost the delete somehow. And he thinks mm -hmm. it's because of the added DEF. They, he uses something more complicated than me. So I just plugged my delete in and it ran that program and got him home so that was cool i just got a little cheap ass box that i bought Oops, sorry like a little cheap box yeah, that i bought you're in the foxhole bro we, we talk like uh you know like okay so yeah i bought this little cheap ass box you know that just deletes the df and all the stuff and you just plug it in and it's done you, you know it goes green and you're done you know oh. but he's got the fancy on board thing but anyway go on yeah someday we're going to talk about the absurdity of that stuff and, yeah, we uh, can talk about car. Get Eric Peters in one of yeah, our shows yes. on KOTS and mm, talk about vehicles. I have a laundry list of stuff I want to talk to Eric about, but let's jump into this because we got limited time tonight. Yes, um, so uh, the color coding on this is crazy. I'm going to share it with you. Um, this was me trying to send this out to AT as a possible backup host because I knew I was having issues that might come up. So it was kind of like putting my thoughts together. Anyway. So we're just going to go over the facts, the facts of the grounding of the aircraft with the NOTAMs going down in Canada and the U.S. on the same day, which has never happened in the history of ever. And it happened on the same day in both countries. So that's kind of sus right there. You know, think about it. Never happened before. It happens in the same day. So let's get into it. So uh, here we go. Uh, headline. I don't even know where this is from because I'm sure it could. What is it? Uh, USA Today. Here we go. USA Today. All right, so flights are grounded nationwide after the key FAA computer system fails. Oh, key, really key? I don't think so. It's kind of an extra thing. Uh, of course, they always throw up, there was no evidence of a cyber attack. If you note the date on it and stuff and the time, there's no way they could even freaking know that. Right. Um, so the FAA ordered a group stop, a nationwide pause in domestic departures. The FAA uses the system to alert pilots to potential flight hazards. Oh, it's a hazard. I mean, no big deal. Flock I mean, of seagulls. Yeah, exactly. I mean, you can watch the, uh, what is it? The Mythbuster shooting the turkey through a jet engine, you know? Kind <laughs> right. Of thing. You can't me. right. So, and, and this is, I'm just kind of going over the facts right now of what happened in the U.S., right? We're going to go over the Canada one, too. Uh, so the information includes such, uh, such, such as military flights, runway closures, other obstructions. I mean, it's minor stuff, right? Bird hazards, numerous other obstacles like balloons, routers reported. I, don't know, I always want to say routers when I see that. I'm from the freaking combo thing, right? So this is right. what happened. Uh, if you look at this is just looking at flights going out of New York. This is how serious this was. So New York was green and this is 4 a.m. Now, keep in mind that I don't know if this 4 a.m. is the UTC, which is like your Zulu time. Right. And, and they've actually kind of confounded this whole thing when you're trying to put it together. Many reports are in UTC, which is what the airport uses. 
like a Zulu time. I forget what UTC stands for. I think I got it in here highlighted somewhere, but um, they were perfectly fine. And then you can see these red things are like delays. And then it got really, really bad. Okay. So, uh, and let me keep moving on though, because this isn't really the key point of the, the meat of the story. This is kind of like laying the groundwork. Uh, so the president ordered uh, an investigation of the failure and the Senate also planned its own review. My question is, hold on, go to the top. There's no evidence of a cyber attack. Why are we reviewing it? If, if we question. know what it is, because they say it was some guy fat fingered something and deleted a file. Why, why the reviews? Are we just there to spend money? I mean, it kind of tells me there's something more to this than what they're telling us. That's could it could be could it be a worm on a hook? I don't know. It could be a distraction. But uh, anyway, uh, this is kind of like a, just a, a screenshot right here. This is what it looked like after they started taking off, right? So everything was pretty much grounded. I'm sure there were some planes in wow. the air. Yeah, and this is what it normally looks like. Holy mackerel. Yeah, so I want everyone to keep this in mind when we get into the conspiracy theory that part. There's a stark contrast right there, brother. Yes, and I want you to note where the lack of aircraft is. Just please note that because this is going to play into the conspiracy theory, which Angry Tiger will tear me apart on. You know, he's going to drop the bomb. It's okay. But, that I mean, that's a stark contrast. And granted, these are all behind... Um, they're behind in their flight. So I'm sure they, it's probably a little heavier than normal, but right. still that's how many planes were supposed to be out there versus, and this isn't even, I mean, I looked at the time codes on here and I couldn't, this was kind of a GIF that was moving and I had to like try to capture it right away, but I couldn't capture like when the actual stand down was, this was kind of like after they started releasing them. Right. So these are planes that um, either were stuck in the air trying to land or they had been released to go ahead and take off. Um, and that's what I got for the US. So that's what we did. We stood everybody down. Let's see what Canada did. And their stuff didn't happen at the, at the exact same time, but it was the same day, right? So oh, here we go. January 11th, the very day the flights across the United States were grounded for several hours due to a nationwide outage in one of the federate, uh, federal aviation, blah, blah, blah. Uh, they experienced a brief disruption. So Canada had a little bit different response than we had. They didn't ground everything. So that's kind of curious to me. And I why, I'm, though? Well, I'm going to get into that. Um, so last minute alerts to pilots and fly. Okay, so this is what their system does, same as ours. It's just a last minute alert to ha about hazards, weather, one, runway closures, and so on, birds, balloons, right? Um, so the experiencing an outage, um, see, let's see what's important here. Uh, Canada's outage did not cause major delays. So they had a little bit different response. And I think that's very, very important. Okay. Let me hop over here to my notes. Cause I want to see where I was going with this. All right. All right. But so not, not, but wait, wait, real quick, I don't mean to interrupt you. It says, no, I no, don't believe that it was related to the FAA outage. That, no, what, what they're trying to say is they're, they're trying to say that their outage was not related to the USA's. Well, that's real. You know, come on, man. Well, that's yeah, that's what I want to get to. Um, and they didn't initially re respond to uh, requests for comments. Right. So 
here here's the deal let me uh, that i should have a sound bite for that from from biden here's the deal um they're trying to say um and i'm gonna i'm gonna skip this because we're gonna run long if i try to get into all this but here's the deal here's the yeah, deal here's the, here's the deal man <laughs> i actually kind of like those clips they're kind of cool but you know i i dug into the research and i can go into it all day long um basically they said that the u.s that the the system was somebody had like accidentally deleted a file right and then they also said at the same time that the system crashed so which is it right and and then they kind of come back later and say well the system crashed because someone deleted a file and at the end of the day the canadian said the same thing so uh, it's it's kind of like it happened at a different time same day never happened in the history of ever with this system and it just happens that they come together with this story at the same time the exact same thing happened i mean Do we know how they transmit that system what that system what kind of frequency that system works on is it a lidar sonar radar i would assume how, how i work? don't know but i would assume that it's um it's it's some kind of radio frequency to the aircraft but then wherever it comes from it's uh probably ethernet or internet uh, to okay, the i'm just couch. curious that maybe you know because you could put the pieces together that way yeah and that's something to, to dig into my whole thing is i'm just trying to point out that if you believe their story i got a bridge to sell you oh no that story yeah. sounds like a bunch of horse pocky okay really, so uh let me go to article three here just to, to highlight this all right all right so they say um and this was i think this is yeah this is the fa the u.s side Contract personnel unintentionally deleted files while working to rec uh, correct synchronization between the live primary database and the backup database. Okay, that makes sense. You know, you got a backup. Um, I don't know why you would delete a file, but uh, no evidence of a cyber attack or malicious intent. FAA continues to investigate the circumstances. Why? If you know what the problem is, the investigation is done, right? Right. Uh, I don't know. It's just something to, to think about. Uh, preliminary work has traced the outage to a damaged database file. Whoa, 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 whoa. A damaged database file? I thought you said it was deleted file. Deleted. Right? Um, I don't know. It just doesn't make sense to me. There's a difference between a deleted file and a damaged database. Right. I'm not, I mean, actually, I am into computers. Words are important. Yes, they are. And again, no evidence of a cyber attack. I want you to see this. It is repeated everywhere no evidence of a cyber attack every everyone yeah, we look at maybe it was a cyber attack and this is 6 30 p this is like early on they announced this right away they kept saying no cyber attack no cyber attack no cyber does this sound like mockingbird media to you yeah they yeah. don't know what's going on jay yeah it wasn't a cyber attack <laughs> yeah it wasn't okay uh these so, are not the droids you are looking for Move yeah they're on. not the droids Okay, and then on the Canadian side, let me see. I think Article Two here at the bottom. Here we go. Can Canada, Canada. <laughs> it, it appears to I have been caused. Oh wow! And this is—it's coming out same as we did. Appears to have been caused when a software engineer mistakenly replaced one file with another file. Well, they didn't delete or damage the file. They just replaced no. one file with it. So it's a swaparoo. Whoops. Yeah, Whoops. it's an update, I guess. 
during routine scheduled system maintenance. So this is routine. So you would think if this is a problem that could possibly happen, it would have happened in the past. Right. <laughs> because it's routine. Our preliminary work has traced the outage to a damaged database file. <laughs> the same exact words as the U.S. used. At this oh, time, no. there is no evidence oh. of a cyber attack. There's the damage. Yep, there's the damage. But remember, this is not a cyber attack, Jay. Just remember that. You know, this reminds me of the the Fed saying that they don't uh, work. They don't work with the other central banks around the world. This is a, this is like the FBA and whatever they like the uh, Canadians. <laughs> you like that Canadians uh, FAA or whatever they call it. Oh, you think you think it was a cyber attack? No. It wasn't because we said it wasn't. And so, you're racist if you yeah. say it was. You're racist. Um, so my, my question is, um, why why did we even stop? Like Canada or Canada, if you want to call it, uh, they didn't stop all their flights. They had slight delays and stuff like that. Right. And before I go any further, before we get into the balloon nonsense, um, I want to share a story with you. So my first deployment, I was downrange with a different unit, and we were split up. We were there were log, uh, logisticians, logistics. So mm -hmm. we were suppliers and things like that. And I was on a base by myself. I actually had one battle buddy that joined me, good good friend of mine, one of my best friends now. Still talk to him to this day. Um, but they were all spread out over different fobs, which is a forward operating bases, right? And every week, about once or twice a week, we'd have these video teleconferences. And these, these people were not like, I don't want to bag on the, the logistician people because my neighbor is one. He's a really good guy. But there's some people in there that are kind of D-bags. They kind of like get in the military and they don't want to do anything really seriously dangerous. Um, but I'm not, and I'm, I'm not saying that the whole core is like that. Just there are some people like that. And it just so happened that these people that I deployed with were 90% like that. They were out there to go do their time, get some deployment money. They knew they were not in harm's way, which they found out later they actually were. You know, some of them probably came back with PTSD because we got shelled and stuff like that. But um, they didn't really take stuff seriously, what I'm trying to get to. And one of the days we were doing our, our video teleconference, they were laughing before we went live with the, the thing with the BC and all that. Um, we, they were laughing about some stuff. I'm like, what's going on? They said, well, we, we got some kids that came in the wire again today. I'm like, what are you talking about? They're like, well, some kids got on the base. And they thought it was funny that the kids were wanting to come, you know, the, the Afghani kids were wanting to come on the U.S. base. And I'm like, that's kind of serious. That's kind of a serious breach of uh, security. And they're like, oh, it's just kids, you know, trying to get in to come get ice cream or whatever the heck they were trying. And I was like, no, you don't understand. Somebody is sending those children because they know we're not going to shoot children to probe our, our perimeter to find out where the weaknesses are. Cause you know, the military has like weird stuff. I don't even know how it works, but they know when someone's messing with a fence, right? Oh yeah. No. Yeah. 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 I, I don't know Persons how it have works that too. Yeah. So they would send the kids in to try to get through the fence or, you know, past the walls and stuff like that. And the kids would get in, but they would know they're getting in because the, the security will already know, but they're not going to shoot them. So they just right. let them get in and they catch them and they take them back out in town or whatever the heck they did with them. And, and I told these people, this is not a funny matter. There's somebody out there telling these children to do this. If you look at the physical distance between you and the next 
house that might be out there. No kid's going to walk across the freaking desert to go try to poke their way through a fence to get an ice cream cone. Right. And they ain't got no dollars anyway. So this was obviously a probe and they'll keep doing this until they find that some children can get in undetected. Now they know where the weak point is. Right. And so that's where I'm trying to link this is that this no TAMS thing going down could be a test to see what our response time is. And, you know, I'm supposed to be going off my notes, but I'm not even going off my notes. A test but by who? Whoever. I mean, do, do you think that it was just two people that fat fingered and deleted a, a no, file? No, not no, not at all. But is it our government testing? Is it somebody that a cyber attack from another um, Well, probing. In, in tonight's episode, I'm trying to say it could be the, the Chinese if these are actually Chinese balloons because we don't know that. We actually don't. Well, we kind of do. The one we shot down, I think China kind of acknowledged that, that it was theirs. Yeah. But um, And I'm going to get into this a little bit later, uh, but it's, it's, worth, it's worthwhile to note that these balloons are not detectable by radar. At least they're not very detectable by radar. Yeah, they're, they're not almost, very detectable by radar that we right. know of. Would would lidar hit them? Would sonar hit them? Um, I mean, well, I got some there. I got some data in here to show you. Uh, I'll, I'll come up on it later, but they're almost always spotted by eye. And if you can take the eyes out of the skies, you can float something in longer undetected. So it's possible. And again. Oh, I'm kind of speculating, but uh, it could be a probe to see what our response times are and linking it back to the story. You know, you send the kids in to try to get through the wire. Do they detect you? How long does it take them to detect you? These are things that you think of as a military person. You're thinking, what's the nobody does something for nothing. There's always a goal. So I don't believe that two people on the same day. This never happened, fat fingered and dropped off this whole system. That's not even actually needed. They could have still launched planes and said, Hey, because they're still getting this data through air traffic control. They're just not getting it as quickly. Jay, it wasn't a cyber attack. Yeah, they keep saying that. I don't know. I mean, let's let's pause right there. What do you think it was? If it wasn't, if it wasn't someone, do you believe, first off, was it? Do you think their story is right that it was someone who fat fingered something and two guys separate countries did the same thing on the same day that never happened before? The odds of that are extremely high. They're nil of, of that not happening. They're nil. Yeah, um, th- that's that that's it's incredible if that happened, right? Mm-hmm. And I should go play the lotto. Um, mm-hmm. I, I I don't know, Jay. In this, I'm getting a little echo, but in this in this weirdness, what I'm seeing. As a student of history, again, I have never, ever seen so many things going on at one time. And in this country, a student of the social engineering that they do and the way they have things laid out right now with social media and everything, I have never seen the people being swayed to the tune of the media, the moron media. I have a new name for them. That's what I'm calling them from now on, the moron media. The puppets they're puppets and they're swaying to that tune so when i see something like this this uh you know no tab thing i how serious 
should I take that? It's not like all flight communications went down. It's kind of like pseudo scary. You know what I'm saying? It's kind of like, oh, I wonder what that was. Could it be some more? It's definitely not two guys. Maybe it's a weakness in the system that they use. Or maybe to your point, someone was prodding. But what does that system do? If that goes down, you could still fly planes all day long. Yeah, absolutely. And, right? and, and just, you're not going to, you might hit the flock of seagulls. Well, I, I came up with this. I was like, okay, number one, the official story, I, I don't believe it for a minute. Like I said, I got a bridge to sell you. I got some oceanfront property in freaking Montana, if you want it. Um, so it's like, so what was it about? My first thing, when we did the story on the balloon, and I've kind of changed my mind a little bit on that because I thought it was ridiculous, but there's some things I didn't know after researching that there's a little bit of there there to it. It's still um, ridiculous. It is ridiculous. But so number one, my first opinion is that there's really nothing there and it was a distraction from the hunter biden laptop thing uh, i think that there's a lot of stuff that's being reported right now to consume and fill the news because that's something that cannot come out so and and tucker carlson talked about this a few days ago um about how that's just like basically what happened was it's basically admitted now because they said it wasn't Hunter's laptop. It was stolen, blah, blah, blah. It was not his. Now it's now he's trying to sue for his laptop back and sue the people. So it's like, oh, you just admitted it's your laptop and all the stuff on it is your stuff. So that has to be stopped. Can, can, can I say something though real yeah, quick? And, and because I, I come from a place where um, I don't like Joe Biden. I, I'm sure Hunter is a slime bag and I'm sure that laptop's 100% his. You know, I mean, mm -hmm. I'm, I'm just speculating, right? I'm just, you know, I'm, I'm nobody. Oh, it's, it's a fact. I mean, they right. got his hand, okay. his so, hand, so his we know that the receipt. It's been reported. Mm -hmm. It's out there. It's they, they can't put that cat back in the bag. Yep. I, I you know, and, and, and I tend to worry that a lot of times, and we all do this and I do this, that we get a little bit of partisan in us, just a little bit. And I don't like Biden at all, you know, but if it was, you know, something going on with Trump, these politicians do things right to get our attention off of things. And I think that that's a good possibility of what that was, you know, how much of that is going on. I don't know. I always believe in that bigger agenda though. Right. Because they, and what, another thing, Jay, that I'm seeing that that's really alarming me, they used to use a crisis for one or two things to implement or to mm -hmm. distract or, or while this hand don't, while this hand does this. Right. Now they're using them for multifaceted things. You're on target. Used for many things instead of just one. Yep. To distract from or it, it's a distraction or they're doing this and it's a distraction. So with that being said, man, it's it's getting harder and harder to call what in the heck is what. You know? Well, that's, that's what I was saying. I don't know what this is about because they do use um, every, every little thing in the news they use for multiple they don't let a, a crisis go to waste is what i'm trying to say no they're ringing them out <laughs> yep and and there are things that they do not want to report on and we have this 24-hour uh, news cycle that when there's nothing going on uh, let, let's let's walk back let's, let's step back a little bit what happened to north korea what happened to iran we don't hear about those anymore right 
I thought they were the deadliest things on the planet, and we were all supposed to be scared of North Korea yeah, and well, Iran. Netanyahu the, said we'd be dead by now because of Iran, all of us. The right. Line. There's a red line. Exactly. But that was because there was nothing to report on, so they made a there there. They made something up to, to keep us in fear, to keep us scared, to keep the money pumping to the federal government. Now we have Ukraine, and we have the balloons, and we have these other distractions that what – did, did Korea just say, oh, they're busy now. We're going to take a break for a while. No, they're still doing their thing, but nobody cares right now. So how serious should we take anything that we see in the media? Honestly, I mean, I mean, we still got to peel it back and be like, why did they do it? Because these people are taking our money and, and they're going to get us into World War Three if we're not careful. Well, so we still got to look into it. I was having a conversation with a like a Reaganite kind of neoconish guy earlier, and, and and it was like I was trying to explain to him. I'm like, dude, the the media that you have here is no better than the media in Russia or China. It is controlled by the state. They get talking points from the DOD, from this organization, that 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 head of the government, this part of the government, and that's what happens. And it, what 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 is the the old saying? There is no news. There's no truth in Etzbetstia and no news in Pravda. Yeah. And that's where we're at. I mean, that, we're here in this country like that. We have the alt media and now they're getting infiltrated. And now we got to start this alt alt media thing, which is making the tiger hungry. Yeah. And you know what? That's where we're, we're getting to be important. And people like Billy Ray and David Knight and those guys, because, you know, they're talking about stuff that the mainstream, they might touch on it for a minute, but then, oh, squirrel. Look over here. <laughs> that know? was great. Yeah, you're right. Yeah. That, dude, that's I just reported is. on my, 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 I, I, dude, I'm a, I'm a body guy and a mechanic. Nobody's talking about this. You hear it mentioned here and there. How Saudi Arabia and Japan, or how Saudi Arabia and China are buddy, buddy. The yuan buying of, of oil and how important that is to us and what it could hurt us. Nobody's talking about that. Yep. You know, not only our guys, our people, right? Nobody else. Yeah. Is Crowder, was Crowder talking about that? Crowder, are you talking about that? Is that important to you? Th things have accelerated so fast that there's just too much to keep up with. So people take the easy route out. And that's kind of why I step back to look at these stories, which are kind of like, well, the balloon story won't die. Let's face it. It won't die. But I went back to look at the no tans thing because it just didn't make sense. And everybody just moved on. And I'm like still asking questions. And, and, you know, so I'm like the 9-11 truthers and, and people like that that are still asking valid questions, but they're minimalized. But still, there's valid questions there. So can, can we get to that, Mr. News Media, Mr. Fox News, Mr. MSNBC? Can we get to the bottom of something before we jump on the next thing and be the next guy to get on some bullcrap story that turns out to be fake later anyway? Right. You know, but anyway, let's. Oh my gosh, let's go ahead and just move on to this. I know you're going to love this. That's our little balloon friend Rover, right? Yeah. So the NOTAM, I mean, I think we we both can agree that the official story doesn't really make a lot of sense. 
Not at all, no. I mean, it could be possible, but it's like a one in a gazillion chance. And and they've moved on. Nobody's going to get the answer, so we have to speculate. You know, I don't want to play the X-Files theme again, but, you know. Another lie so tall that you could hunt race uh, uh, geese with it. Yeah. Well, I looked at it, um, and let me pull this off the screen real quick, and let's talk for a minute. So I looked at this from the the – I don't know the side of like looking at people in chat and Chris Graves, our friend, Chris Graves does digging Chris Graves. And he was on, he's with Ocelli and he did the tinfoil hat and all that stuff. Um, he's been out there. He keeps saying it's something about maybe an EMP, like a dry run on an EMP attack. And I initially thought, well, there's no way, you know, the payload's too big, you know, and I got some documentation on that too. Um, but I was like, you know what, enough people are talking about it. I want to look into it and, and, you know, assess the viability from a military standpoint. Is it possible? Was this something, was the no TAMs going down, um, a way to test our response to that, losing that sensory ability to spot these balloons. And then did we float a balloon over to see like our reaction to the balloon? I know it didn't happen at the same time, but it could be separate little little probes to see how we react because you build your SOP, your standard operating procedure based off what your enemy's going to do, you know, and, and your capabilities. So I, you know, just looking at it from a military standpoint, looking into what people are saying, is this a way they could deliver an EMP, which that is probably the biggest threat outside of a nuclear blast inside the U S this would be one in the air or it doesn't even have to be nuclear. Um, but knocking out our power grid is probably the biggest threat that we have. And it's not even from war. This can happen from a sun flare. Oh, so sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, there's a story I just read that a, a big piece of the chunk broke, a, sun, a chunk of the sun broke off. It, they say that, the stupid headline. It was just a yeah. big solar flare. Yeah, well, and tomorrow on Nights of the Storm, I've been meaning to do this report, and I've had some challenges with trying to film the things I want to do, but I, I realized that I'm kind of like, insulting our listeners intelligence by trying to make it so stupid dummy proof that we're just going to cover it tomorrow and i'm going to do a quick rundown if anyone has questions they can email me it's too simple to do it so i'm going to do that tomorrow as my portion of nights of the storm um but it's a real threat uh, an emp is a real threat whether it be by an enemy or by natural means you know an act of god and that is the biggest threat we have in the u.s because your refrigerator goes out. Your power goes out. Oh, you thousands know. will die, dude, in 30 days. Oh. The millions will die in 30 days. Within within seven days or less, people will be murdering each other. Oh, yeah. It'll be a bedlam, dude. Yep. It'll be crazy. But um, anyway, I'm, I'm getting way off track. So anyway, uh, so yeah, that was, that was something to think about. When Chris was saying it was a dry run for an EMP attack, other people were saying it in different chats and different forums. I said, you know what? Let's just see if it's possible. Couldn't. Could I drop the NOTAM system so that no one can see my balloon at least right away, right? Because if, if these things can fly a lot higher than what this one that was spotted did, right? They can fly a lot higher. And if you painted it blue instead of white, it would be essentially invisible. Invisible pretty much to radar. Could I potentially get an EMP over the U.S. to do enough damage to do anything? So that's what I dug into. Right. And feel free to peel me apart because this is pure speculation. I just wanted to see if it's even possible. So let's uh, go ahead and jump into it. Uh, where am I at? Give me a second here. I think I'm supposed to go to. 
I'm sorry here, brother. Oh, you're good, brother. Hey, man. This All is right, wild, so we're talk ladies first, and gentlemen. First off, let me talk about uh, that this was not uncommon. I think we've heard this. We, we've heard that this isn't the first time, right? Yep. And so I looked it up, and this is where we supposedly have seen the, the freaking spy balloons, right? Chinese spy. And, and that's another question real quick. How do we know these are Chinese? Well, one the guy the the Chinese defense one of the ministers or something my my neocon friend pointed that out to me today. Oh, he can't, he admitted it was them. That they, why okay. did you shoot down our balloon? It was just a weather balloon. That's what they said. They, why did you know mm -hmm. it was just a weather balloon? You didn't have to waste uh, thirty eight thousand dollars in gas and a you know close to a million dollar missile on it. Yeah. Well, I mean the the, the satire report we did. Does Jay, like, you're a military. You're, you have experience with this stuff. Couldn't the, 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 don't they have machine guns on those planes? It, it could have just shredded that balloon. Maybe, maybe it only cost maybe a thousand dollars in ammunition. And so, my like opinion, and I'm not a pilot, but even even the research I did says that a, a, a missile can't really seek into these things. So I don't know how they got it with a missile hmm. because they're you know they they seek by different means, right? And these things are not they're not hot air balloons. So a hot air balloon expands the air inside the balloon, making it less dense so it floats like a bubble. Right, right. What these balloons do is they use a gas that's less dense than the ambient air, right. like, such as helium or hydrogen, but they're not hot. So right. there's nothing to hone on to. I'm not really sure how they they killed it with a missile. And even right. if it was, isn't there something that's supposed to like impact? I mean, wouldn't it just go through the balloon and not blow up? I don't know. Uh, I'm not sure. Like they I don't said, know if these like missiles have, if these missiles know it's they're coming to their target and they blow up just before they hit. Oh, or may, oh maybe the pilot has a detonate on my command kind of thing. But I'm thinking like, if you get a balloon, let, let let me just, and this is what blew my mind. If I was to release a balloon in the air and it's floating up, just do 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 do, and then you come by and you're going about 200 mile an hour in your jet. And you want to look at this balloon. It's like gone. It's like, whoa. By the time you can target this thing, it's gone behind you. So I don't know. I would think that like something like a, an A-10 Warthog, a slow flying aircraft with like a 30, I think it's a 30 mil, 40 mil, whatever their guns are, would, would pop that thing in a heartbeat. Sure. Uh, and, and, and I got some stuff on here that even that talks about this. But my, my point is, that I was trying to get to is we don't really know that all of these sightings that I'm getting ready to talk about were Chinese. Um, I think this one, they kind of said, yeah, it was. And I, I tend to believe in my initial first um, assessment was, yeah, it might've been a weather balloon. They got blown off because you can't control them. Well, they actually can. I found out they can't control them. They can't control the speed, but they can control the direction. So it is possible. It is actually possible that they could be floating these things. However, it doesn't make sense because like the article that I, I cited said in, in last week's show, you could just get a, a rental car and drive out there and take pictures of the site. Right. Like really high resolution pictures. Uh, sure. And you, sure, you said that, any of that stuff, man. That's that's well, what about satellites? I mean, tell that's me what I'm what, trying to. Yeah. yeah. This, is, this is my thing. China does not need to send a balloon that they could barely control. Okay. 
that floats on the, at the mercy of the Gulf streams and the winds at high altitude. I don't even know what I'm talking about. I don't even know what you call that up there. Stratosphere or whatever. Okay. To come spy on us. They got people. They got satellites. You know, and everything that we know about now, our government, and I'm sure with their government, it's 10 years ahead. That's why I don't believe that NORAD and everybody else that, that scans the air for threats over America. I mean, Jay, they have a grid over our country of LIDAR, radar, sonar. A bird can't piss on a, on a telephone wire and them not know about it if they want. But these balloons evaded them. Well, I mean, and, and that's where I'm going to play a little bit of the devil's advocate, that there might be something to the balloon thing. But like I said, it's kind of a stretch, and I'm, I'm trying to give the people with the EMP by balloon thing a valid chance, you know. Uh, so let, let, let's go into like the capabilities of balloons because I was actually surprised. I was surprised a lot about this. All right, so let's let's go into okay. So these are some of the other sightings, right, of Chinese spy balloons. But I don't know that these were Chinese. They were they were sightings. Did somebody get the zoom in like made in China sticker? No. But anyway, so the, the U.S. Uh, the Continental U.S. has raised questions about whether the other airships like it have floated into other countries in airspace. So this is talking about the recent incident, right? Uh, they reported multiple previous sightings in recent years. Um, the balloons typically fly much higher than aircraft. The most recent balloon in the U.S. was hovering at about 60,000 feet, which I think was uh, about two miles. Now, I don't know if that's sea level or if that's off the ground because you got to figure Montana is kind of high uh altitude above sea level right if it's right. like colorado it's probably close to you know half a mile to a mile above sea level so it's actually pretty high if you consider like over other areas because oh, yeah. you know, they float based off of the air density around them not they don't know how high off the ground to be um but anyway it's nearly twice the altitude of most commercial aircraft so again hard to see right it can be hard to detect these kind of balloons if you're not looking for them and remember, I pointed out in our satire article, the guy who spotted the balloon over Montana, which had floated over the entirety of Alaska, quite a bit of uh, Canada, and then into the U.S. before it was finally spotted. Canada. Guy, huh? I said Canada. Canada, yeah. But the guy who spotted it just so happened to be a photographer for a newspaper. Drinking and a I, cup of coffee on his back deck. Yeah, and I, I pointed that out that, you know, what's the chances that that's the guy with his freaking camera at that moment? So that's why I'm like, you know, I, I don't know what it is, man. I don't it was know. bird watching. Yeah, it was it, it was it us? Was it us trying to distract? Was it us trying to provoke into a war? Was it actually China? I'm just exploring the possibility. What if it was China? That's all I'm doing right here. And what's the motives? That's all we're doing. Um, okay, so. If you're not looking for, unlike missiles and airplanes, military radar operators like the U.S. NORTHCOM, Northern Command, and uh, North American Aerospace Defense, or NORAD, you were talking about, aren't attuned to picking up inflatable airships. So oh, this is manure. Um, I don't believe them when they say that, bro. I find that exceptionally hard to believe, but go on. Sorry. Okay, I'm just reading from the horse's patoot here. So if you look at the flight path of this balloon over Alaska, the, the main populated area of Alaska, that's what I have to say too. If you look at it, 
Um, a lot of this isn't populated, but you know, more mostly it's around the coast and stuff, but it goes around some populated areas of Alaska. It goes down through Canada and across the U S is this not the area affected by the same outage? Just saying, you know, let, let me play it again, Sam. Let me play it again. Damn. Is there any way to coincide the balloons passing on those? On what was it, January 11th there? Um, was no. the balloon January 11th, Jay? No, I, I, and, and that's, they, they didn't happen the same time. But I'm oh. just saying that you might just be probing two different things, and then okay. maybe at some point they try them together, right, right to see the effect. Uh, but I, I did find it interesting that the the aircraft went down prior to the balloon. So first you would be like, okay, can we take out the eyes in the sky since up here they say that NORAD and, you know, that can't detect them. Um, but we're in most trouble then. Yeah. Huge trouble, dude. If they can't track mm -hmm. a balloon, we are in huge trouble. And, and, and another thing I'm going to say. We they would someone would have already done something to us, a terrorist event or whatever. Well, that's the scary part I want to get to later. Is right, that it might be possible, but maybe nobody thought of it. But for whatever reason, this is coming out in the media now. They put it in people's minds, and that's scary. If you're if you're putting this crap out here that NORAD can't detect a balloon, that is like a national security issue. And now you're letting the entire world know that. Well, it's like COVID. It's like you're you're saying you know you're you're building something up, kind of in my mind. Yeah, and for what to distract from a laptop story? I you know, yeah, maybe a little bit. Maybe they're jumping on that to distract from the laptop story. I don't, but... I don't know. This is just a back and forth about a what if. It's a what ifism, you know. Um, I wanted to explore what people were talking about in chat and we got to move along. We're getting kind of long in the shoot here already. Yes, we uh, are. So this guy, uh, general Van Herrick, okay. um, he's a commander of NORAD confirmed Monday. The Chinese government previously sent surveillance balloons above the U S that went undetected. I'll tell you that we did not detect those threats. And that's a domain awareness gap that we have to figure out. Basically saying that and now everyone knows about it too. That's another thing. Really? That's a problem. Really? You're going to like, okay, you, you're not going to keep the lid on this because you could have, mm -hmm. you know, oh no, let's announce to the world that you can attack America with a balloon. I'm sh because you can't, you can't attack America with a book. I'm sorry. Go on. Go on. You go on can't directly, but you can do, you can do some serious damage and we'll get into that. Um, so during the Trump administration, a Chinese spy balloon reportedly made its way to Texas and Florida. Another such balloon made it to Guam. These are Guam's a very important area, by the way. One crashed off the coast of Hawaii. <laughs> a crash. A balloon crashed. A balloon crashed. It was like the Hindenburg. You should have seen all the seagulls and sea lampreys because the sea started boiling. Sorry. <laughs> uh, but yeah, uh, one crashed off the coast of Hawaii four months ago. Um, it was a Pearl Harbor attack. I'm sorry. It just. I'm trying to take this seriously because it is serious. Did, what, what did you just say? Um, I said one crashed off the coast of Hawaii four months ago. Oh, it was a Pearl Harbor attack. Yeah, okay. Pearl Harbor. I thought you were actually reading that verbatim. No, no, no. That was me. Yeah. It's a kamikaze balloon <laughs> coming in at three miles an hour. Hitokeri. Um, no, seriously, though. 
All right, so we got one over Latin America, Colombia. Their military reported it spotted a balloon-like object. Now, keep in mind, we're assuming that these are all Chinese because of the latest story. So there's nothing in here. Maybe the one in Hawaii they could prove is Chinese, but these other sightings, you know, you got to be careful of the media. Oh, we've seen all these balloons and we just had this Chinese balloon. Well, how do you know they were? How do you know they just weren't weather balloons? Like, I mean, I'm trying to play the devil's advocate kind of on both sides here. This is very yeah. similar to predictive programming, but go on. Yes. Uh, no, I was trying to get to that. That's actually. I'm sorry. Right. I don't mean that. All right. So this is the one we talked about over Canada. Um, this was the second one that they had noticed. Um, we all know about that. Uh, reported in Asia. Uh, Taiwan. Oh, Central. there's the word. Say what? Taiwan. Yeah. Uh, they, the Weather Bureau, um, they said they saw a similar balloon in Taipei in September 21 and possibly March of 2022. Mm -hmm. And I think that they were there was something in 2020 that happened they thought it was a spy balloon. Well, it's a balloon. Is it a spy balloon? I don't know. It's a balloon. Interesting. So these balloons have been terrorizing Taiwan. Yeah. Remember that word, Taiwan. Yeah. So I'm going to jump over here to Article 6. And before I do that, I'm just going to read my notes here. And then we'll go into it. So why a balloon? I think that was the big question that we had. We You can't attack somebody with a balloon. That's like civil war era you know technology spy balloons uh can you weaponize a balloon i think is what we need to get to well right. sure so sure, I, you can fill it full of ticks with lyme disease and drop it and drop the ticks in russia like they were planning to do with plum island oh yeah you know i mean just you drop them there you go lyme disease but uh i did i got some bullet points uh, and we'll get into it i'll read the article but i just i'll, I'll read off the bullet points first so the reason for a balloon, number one, they're hard to detect. Apparently, they say they're hard to detect. Uh, they're difficult and expensive to shoot down for many aircraft because of the slowness they move and the height that they're at, right? Because you understand aircraft, when you get into thinner atmosphere, as you go up, you have to fly faster to get that lift. Right. Right. So you're yeah, moving so more. fast, you just yep. blow by it. So it makes sense. You know, they're a little bit hard to shoot down and they're too high off the ground to shoot from the ground with a, a standard projectile. You can't use a heat seeking. Like, I don't even know how they knocked them down with sidewinders, honestly. Right. Um, th th I mean, we must have some technology that I'm not aware of. Um, you know, like I said, I'm not a pilot. I'm not in the Air Force. You know, I'm not a nuclear physicist. So they've obviously did it. So maybe we have more capability than we know about. But all right. Wow. So another thing. Um, why balloons? Okay, so Chinese are researching how to weaponize them, and I have an article in here on that. Uh, see, then even if they were weather balloons, atmospheric data can be useful for a, uh, like another attack. So it's it, it can allow them to get their missiles more accurately placed, which I don't know why, if you're talking about nuclear war, it's pretty much hand grenades and horseshoes. Close enough is good enough, right? Uh, but they, they say in, in the article that um, that stuff is useful. So even if it is something benign, like a weather balloon that blew off course, that data could be useful. Uh, and they also, um, then this is where, uh, when you're talking about the satellites and stuff. So satellites move pretty fast. They have to, to stay in orbit. You know, if they're, if they're near earth satellites, they have to move pretty quick or they'll just fall in. Right. And they got to move pretty fast. So a balloon has the ability to hover for long periods of time and get clearer imagery because it's closer 
and you don't have the atmospheric distortion as much as a satellite. So that's one advantage to using a balloon. And let's go ahead and take a look at uh, the article here. All right, so uh, Chinese military scientists have been looking for ways to make them more durable, talking about the balloons, harder to detect, and even to serve as platforms that fire advanced weapons. All right, and talks about elusive tools. Uh, Beijing has protest, uh, protested the balloons downing, asserting it was a civilian ship doing scientific research. I think we talked about this. They said it was mostly scientific, not so much as you know, I'm sure whatever the heck it was, right? Peaceful protests. Um, uh, but the American officials say that the balloon was part of a global surveillance effort targeting the military capabilities of various countries. So that's what the that's we're saying it is. Again. You see a balloon in the air. How do you know it's Chinese? We have what? We have one we shot down. We have one that crashed in Hawaii. So we got two to go off of. I guess they can make a good assumption to say the rest might be. Um, let me try to get down to the thing. Oh, this is interesting. I found out Bill Gates is has something to chime in on this. I just highlighted that because is Bill Gates now a balloon expert? I mean, he's a vaccine. The guy dropped out of college twice. He has no degree. Um, he stole his operating system that made him rich. And now he's the right. largest farm owner, you know, farmland owner in America. Hey, Jay. He, yeah. I got to correct you on that, brother. What's Did up? Did you say Bill Gates or Gil Bates? Did I? Bill Bates Gil. Oh, you know what? Thank you for that. No problem. Just, we just, you know, so you didn't have to do it in the next show. Bates Gil. Oh, my God. You see I, how I, we're gaslighted with crap like that? I have. Yeah. You know what? I've That's a good point. Or, or, you know, and it's not that. It's just a, a psychological trick. But go on. That is crazy. Oh, wow. At, when crazy. I first looked at it, because you said it, I thought it said the same thing. And then I'm, I'm I, as I was reading past it, I looked at it again. Well, I, I owe my apologies to the, the Mr. Virtuous Bill Gates for um, linking him to this balloon nonsense. So, Mr. Gates, I am sorry. Um, I will, uh, I, you know what, I'll, I'll give him a a David Knight coin and shake his hand. And he's a great guy. Well, you could kiss but, the, you could kiss the rough end of tiger's tail. <laughs> no, good, good catch there. I, I was skimming through this. I was highlighting stuff. Cause actually if people don't know, um, I knew there was a possibility I couldn't do the show tomorrow and Mr. Tiger was going to cover for me, but he had an emergency to cover down on. Then I tried to make it happen. It just didn't happen. So we're doing yeah, it. Yeah, We're normal guys and we got other life yeah. going on and we try to do everything. And it's, you know, sometimes it doesn't work out. Um, okay, let's keep going, man. So back on the Chinese, what they can actually do with these, because I mean, I think that's the real question if these balloons are a threat or not. If, if in fact, they are all from China, um, are they capable of doing any damage? I think that's the real question, especially when the point I'm trying to get to is, could these be used for an EMP? And so, you know, we're going off of what they're saying. They've been studying new materials and techniques to make balloons more durable, more steerable. So there you go. I did not even know that before that they can actually steer these things. I thought they just threw them up and they went to where like a pen pal thing, you know, um, harder to detect and track. Uh, so that's kind of interesting because even if you detect it, if you lose it for a minute, you got to redetect it. So uh, they've been able to, they've been testing balloons as potential aerial platforms from which to fire weapons. 
they especially worry about dominance in near space and that's important because near space is a domain right and you know we we talk about multi-domain you have uh ground air sea and now they're with, with newer technology you're getting into like different domains of air and i had a briefing on this i don't know what i can talk about but i'll tell yeah. you that like airspace as far as airplanes is like where we've always fought airspace right that that's our air domain we had maybe another domain which was higher for observation you're talking about like the spy planes and things like that that you can't even send a fighter up because they can't fly that high now we're focusing on things that are nearer like in urban areas with drones and stuff that can fly autonomously between buildings where you can't fly aircraft right or, or even helicopters because they're too big so these domains are important because you can get a significant tactical advantage if you you know control that domain and that near that really really high like near orbit domain is important you know we i, I think we've all gotten into orbit now right with satellites right. and stuff but then right. there's that one in the middle where you can't really fly aircraft um not for a sustained amount of time but these balloons can do it so there is an advantage to a balloon it's just what kind of payload can it carry at that altitude because you know the more weight you have the, it's not going to fly as high right exactly so but it's interesting that they're looking into this because i've never heard of this term near space domain before reading this stuff but uh, couldn't so, i could extrapolate that every military across the world has thought about this oh yeah i'm sure they have so reporting on it at this time is highly suspicious to me oh uh, yeah i go go on I, i'll give you my synapses to this whole dang thing Okay, yeah, we'll, we'll do a wrap-up at the end. We're already at 57 minutes, so I'll try to blow through it. I don't want to go too much yeah, over an hour. I don't want to let you go on. I'm sorry. This is uh, a very uh, – uh, the balloon, man. Full so of hot this, air. That's what it is. It's, it's a bunch of hot air. Now, I'm still with you on it. I think it's a distraction, but I did want to examine the possibility of could it be weaponized because it's kind of important. So, so, yeah, the question is how big of an EMP – because that's the really yeah. or a small nuke. Okay, let's go nuke. All right. Well, I do want to. I, I do want to, and I'm gonna, I'm gonna poke a hole in the EMP thing a little bit here. Okay, so they're talking about the atmosphere between 12 and 62 miles above the Earth. Wow. 62 miles. That's pretty doggone high, right? Um, and it says near space becoming a new battleground in modern warfare. It's like you said, all the countries are thinking about it. Let me see if I can skip ahead um okay so i guess the chinese sent a balloon carrying a small live turtle over 12 miles up now think about this <laughs> why a turtle <laughs> tom the tortoise is coming to bring pain and death to you all look out for tom the tortoise he has lasers that come out of his eyes and spikes that shoot out of his shell as it spins around i'm sorry <laughs> do you think he's going to do a duck and cover before he hits the ground yeah. and his shell is impenetrable he's just a, it's, a, it's a horrible they're going to drop a bunch of tortoises on us Jay. so are your tortoises um well i'm just saying if if they if they can't barely spot a balloon two miles up 12 miles up, you're not going to see it with the naked eye. You can't detect it with the NORAD stuff. Um, that guy's drinking Deathless, co Deathless yeah. coffee. That's why he could see it. But but there's a downside to flying so high, and I'll get to that real quick uh, here in a bit. 
Um, but here, China experimented with using rockets to propel balloons up to 25 miles above the Earth. And then just for a visual reference, I don't know if anyone can see it. I can't see it. Right here. Right where my mouse is. Yeah, I can little, see it. Like that. that is how these things are spotted. That is with the naked eye. Someone says, what is that dot up there? I bet you if you move your – it's gone now. Move your yep. cursor and it basically disappears almost. Yeah, I mean, I could barely see it. Yep. Not old eagle eye uh, reporter from or photographer. Exactly. That guy had to have been told that it was up there. He drinks carrot said. juice. Ladies and gentlemen, drink your carrot juice. Yeah. So, well, here's the issue. Let me see if I can get my notes back. I think I lost them. There they are. All right. So, yeah, they can fly these balloons really, really, really high. They're hard to detect, um, difficult and expensive to shoot down. I got some stuff on that. I'm not going to get into everything, but let's get into the EMP. So um, I had way more prepared. This is actually supposed to be one of two topics. Jay, you're but, great uh, at this. You always prepare yeah. more, way more than you should. Yeah. It's hard to cut through everything. You know, it's just it's very hard to get to everything that. Yeah. We're learning. Yeah. We're learning. We'll start honing in better. Sharpening. I need eyes. a clock on the wall, you know, and I need an on air sign outside that lights up to let everyone know I'm on the air. Yeah. You know, sometimes I'm, like, I'm here watching David Knight and my wife comes over and she's like, tap, 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 tap. And I'm like, yeah, oh, there you go. <laughs> so she, she thinks I'm on air. I'm like, no, I'm just watching the computer right now. But anyway, I, I think the, the thing is, okay, so we, we know now um, after my research, because I thought it was all nonsense. Well, I thought, you know, I looked into it and I'm like, well, this is actually some stuff they're doing. This is stuff they're researching because there are clear advantages to using a balloon for some purposes. Right. Um, that you can float it in. If you can get it high enough, no one's going to see it. I mean, why didn't they paint it blue? I don't understand. They're stupid. It's like, that's a simple thing. That's why airplanes, that's why the airplanes are like one color on the top and another color on the bottom. Because from the top, they look like the ocean. From the bottom, they look like the sky. It's a camouflage. Right. So why have a white balloon in a blue sky if it's floating above the clouds? Oh, come on, Chinese. They wouldn't camouflage it, Jay. No. Maybe they wanted to see what we would do. They wanted it to be spotted. Or maybe it wasn't put there by the Chinese. Who knows? But going back to the, the theory, could this be used to drop an EMP on the United States? Because that's probably one of our top threats right now. Right. So I got this article on, uh, or it's, it's actually a white paper, I guess. It's uh, from the Division of Environmental Health mm -hmm. Office of Radiation Protection. Okay. Let me see what my notes said. I was supposed to point out. I'm going to try to blow through this as soon as. Okay. Dangers of EMP. I think that's supposed to be Article 7. I'm not sure which one. Five, six, seven. Yeah, here we go. All right. So EMP can also be produced from a non-nuclear source. So that's kind of important that you don't need a nuclear bomb to create an EMP. Uh, they call it an E-bomb. So this is something that, uh, I don't know, you ever seen the movie, what was the one, the heist movie? Oceans, whatever, one million. I, don't, I have not watched a lot of modern movies, so. Yeah, it's with George Clooney, I, I, I forget who else nope. was in that, but they basically robbed a bank and they robbed a vault in Vegas and they, they had an EMP that took up the entirety of the back of a van. And then it just, and it dropped the, the grid there in Vegas long enough for them to get before the backup generators kicked in or whatever, they were able right. to get in and rob the thing or whatever. 
So, and I'm like, you know, that's what I know about EMPs outside of a nuclear bomb creating a side effect of an EMP. One of these devices is so big that this balloon is not going to, it's not going to carry it. The thing's going to be too heavy. So, but, but they do make them. They do. This isn't a Hollywood thing. They make them. Uh, so high altitude nuclear detonation and EM electromagnetic bombs can generate EMP that has a potential to damage, destroy electronics. I think we all know this, right? So here's the point. The, a balloon can fly that high, but it takes a 1.4 megaton bomb launched about 250 miles above Kansas in order to destroy the whole continental United States. That's not going to fit in your lunchbox. No, exactly. And so that's why I kind of like, you know, maybe they're playing around with balloons. Maybe it's a possibility, but they're not going to take out the entire U.S. with the little balloon. They're not. However, so they have these that are capable of short. Sir, okay, uh, let's see. I'm trying to find the, the article here. So there's one that they make. I'm trying to find it. It's about the size of a briefcase. Okay. And, you know, if anybody wants to see this, I will send it to you. But for the sake of time, I'm just going to free talk it. Is that okay? Oh, yeah, Bert, yeah. Yeah. Okay. So I'll just summarize everything. So what I did find out is that they do have a small EMP they can make that can be detonated that will take out several mile radius. So you're talking about a small town, you know, okay. maybe a maybe a good portion of a like the down from an invasion or an, a major, major, major attack. Mm -hmm. But it, but it only has a several mile radius, so it can't be. So, and that, that's where the conundrum is. If I'm going to do this balloon warfare, <laughs> sorry, I just find it funny. <laughs> if I'm going to do this balloon warfare, which I think could be a thing, I, I'm, I'm going to say there's some validity to it um, outside of spying. I'm talking about warfare, which is what people are saying that it's a dry run for EMP. Yes, it could be done. However, to get it undetected, it's got to fly at such an altitude that it's not spotted by the eye. Keep talking, Jay. I got to grab something. Keep talking. Okay. Go on. Go on. So it's not spotted by the eye, so it's got to be so high. However, it only has a couple mile radius. So if you're talking the thing is three or four miles in the sky, is it really going to affect anything on the ground? So what you'd have to effectively do to employ this thing you have to float it high. Either you have to take out the NOTAM system, right? Right. And, and float it in, which they we already know they can't control the speed. They can steer it, but they can't control the speed. And we've already, already determined that our aircraft don't stay down for that long. So are they really going to be able to float it to, like, their target, their intended target, without it being spotted? Maybe. No, they have to send thousands of these things. Thousands. Oh, yeah, they would. Um, or they can float them really, really high, at which point they're ineffective because the payload they're allowed, uh, that they're capable of carrying only has a couple mile radius. Now, yes, it is more effective at higher altitude. I think we all know this. An EMP is best done higher because it goes out further. Right. You know, at ground level, you don't have much of an effect. Uh, but at that altitude, something that, that, that they could actually carry wouldn't really do any, if, if any damage, it wouldn't do much at all. So what you'd have to be able to do is float it towards your target high enough not to be detected. And then you'd have to drop it down and detonate it over your target, which is difficult because you can't control the speed. You can steer it, can't control the speed. That's from the Chinese themselves. So now it is possible, though, if they can perfect this, 
what you could do in theory, you could float these things out. You could send, you know, hundred of them out at once. You could pick certain targets that are like uh, major, you know, uh, was it transformer type? What do they call it? The, 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 the substation power grid. Stations. Yeah. Power stations, substations, things like that. If you found the key ones and you were to take out a bunch of these at one time, thousands of balloons again. Yeah. Yes. Now, theoretically it's possible because it would cause a cascading effect because our grid is so outdated and, and it's all tied into each other. That if one town goes down and draws from the other town and that town goes down, they blow their transformers. It's just a, a domino effect, right? And we saw this when Texas was, uh, Texas had their, they were kind of on their own separate, I think, for a while, right? And then they had to get tied in and, and there was all kinds of problems there. Uh, you know, if they go down, then the next state over goes down. So yeah. is it possible? I would say absolutely it is possible. Are we there yet? I mean, do we have the technology, I guess? Yes, we kind of do have the technology, but are we there yet? I would say probably no. What's your thoughts on it, AT? Let's wrap Tiger it up. Tiger is going to pull his claws out. And listen, we're popping the balloon once <laughs> and for all, ladies and gentlemen. I've had enough of the balloon. We just popped it. We're going to pop it right now with my claws. Okay. So being that, that being said, number one, we do live in a country. The mo with the most powerful military in the world, and yet millions of people come across our border, okay? So us not being able to stop balloons, I guess it shouldn't surprise me, but I'm going to tell you right now, I don't believe it, not for a second, that we can't track balloons or stop a balloon or a balloon attack. What do I think this is? Maybe a Chinese air balloon, a weather balloon, or even a spy balloon, all right, or whatever. They have satellites. They don't need balloons. They have people, the balloon, a spy balloon from China. Oh, scary. They've been they've been ramping China up for years. This is just like ramping up Iraq, ramping up Iran. It's the same damn thing. It's there's no difference. All this is 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 it could be a wild weather balloon, spy balloon. Who cares? Okay. That's my thing. It can't it really didn't hurt us, but it's the point. They're gonna use this as a it's like covid dude now they now people are going to be like all oh, balloons and and to your point they might pull some nonsense thing like saying oh you know the boston bombing was done with fireworks that's nonsense just like this nonsense oh look they took out half the grid of new york's the whole eastern seaboard's down because of these spy balloons and it's a false flag okay and this is a false flag in a, in a certain way because what they're doing what i believe my whole thing is is this this balloon floated over here OK, another balloon, something happened to the goofy Chinese. They, they, they sometimes not Chinese people, but the goofy Chinese government does ridiculous things. Right. Sometimes. And the, these goofball balloons came over here. All right. They got picked up by the media and the, the, uh, the DOD and, and whoever, the social engineers, the, the, the puppets of the banker said, oh, look at this, a catastrophe. We can use this for, because that's what they're doing. Let's use this for 10 different thousand, 10,000 different things. It'll be like COVID. People will be on alert about balloons. And we can we can put this in our toolbox for later to terrorize them with and get them behind some war, which goes to my point with why I said, remember Taiwan. Okay. We, for some reason, we need war. War is the health of the state. This Ukraine thing, they've been demonized. Didn't you see how they demonized Russia for the last eight years? And then, bang, here we go with the Ukraine thing. I mean, this is after the Cold War, after the USSR fell. And bang, now we got this Ukraine thing. Same thing with this. 
there's something going on in Taiwan. We want, we, you know, we're going to get our stick our noses where they don't belong in Taiwan if they have some kind of problem with China. They're building up to this. They're getting the people. This is just a, a, a smidgen of lubricant. Okay, and then there'll be more and then there'll be more and they'll blame something more on China and it'll be we need to go to war with China. They're gearing up to get the people behind a war with China. And this is the stupid thing. We don't it will be a proxy war. It won't be kinetic. It won't be us versus them. It'll be a proxy war. The UN and we'll be arming Taiwan and there'll be like Zelensky and the Ukrainians and those poor mm-hmm. people will be used as cannon fodder. <clears throat> Okay, for the United Nations, the IMF and the the central bankers. And what's going to end up happening is China doesn't need if if China wants to go to war with us, they could just shut off their manufacturing to us. They could just say you can't buy anything from us. It'd take us 10 years to build rebuild because we don't have anything to do anything with anymore because we sent it all over there. So this whole balloon thing, that's why I'm so irritated. It's propaganda to stoke the flames of war, saber rattling in a light form. But that, that, that's where I'm at with the whole thing. I laughed when I woke up and read that. Chinese spy. You know what, uh, Tiger? You're on target. So I- <laughs> And no, no, listen. The guys who thought it was an EMP, that's a valid thing. We got to think these things out. You know, what Chris was saying, I think John Henry mentioned that too when we were on with him, uh, with the prisoners. It's possible. Think of that yeah. stuff. We need to think of that. Uh, so my, my final thoughts are this. I think it absolutely is possible. I think it's a lot uh, more of an insurmountable uh, thing to do. Like it, it's going to be very, very hard to do with the technology that they're divulging to us. Right? right. But is it possible? Yes, I think it is possible. Is that what we're seeing right now? I would say probably no. I'm more in, in tune to believe what you believe. I wanted to explore all the possibilities and, and it is kind of scary that these people are researching this though of course we don't know that for a fact but they're saying uh, like ann like ann was telling us on the show she's like how do we know that this is what the chinese said we really don't know that do we no we don't know anything but the thing the thing that i i'm thinking about as a military person right um if this was really such a threat they wouldn't put this information out there you know is it a threat Yes. Is it a threat right now? Maybe no, because it would take billions of dollars. And I would tend to think that the Chinese, if they really had this technology, they'd be testing it on them, their own people first, because they don't mind if they do that. They would like black out one of their own cities before they send a balloon over here, you know, unless they're just probing to see our reaction. That's a possibility too. But I'm, I'm curious as to why this is, uh, why this made mainstream news I think it's a distraction. I think it's like you said earlier, they'll take one crisis and use it for multiple things, right? So first off, it's a distraction. Let me do the clicker, like uh, the guard was saying. It's a distraction. That's that's how you don't point, right? Um, It's a distraction from things that they don't want you to talk about right now within the administration, okay? Whether you agree or disagree, believe it or don't believe it, it doesn't matter. They want to push, they, they need something else to fill their news bucket. So this is a great thing that, is pretty much almost a nothing burger, but then they got to push all this information about why it's scary. But if that's really, really true, they wouldn't release that information because that's national security stuff. Exactly. So what is it really about? It's okay. Distraction. Number two, it it promotes uh, anti-Chinese sentiment to push us closer to war. They got some stuff about Taiwan in there. Um, 
it's like you said, multi-pronged. Let's just use it for everything we can. And I'm just waiting for it to be done. You know, let's pop her over. Let's get your sword out, pop her over. And then, I don't know. If, if, if it's such a great thing, why don't we have balloons? Why don't we have like a balloon force? You know what another thing I think, DJ? It's meant to made to irritate people like us. Yes. To keep it us is meant busy. to irritate us. Keeps us because busy. I'm watching CBDC, I'm watching inflation, I'm watching central bank the central bank digital currency on a fast track. I'm watching all this madness, right? And, and, and we're talking about spy balloons. I could, you know, I know people who could barely eat right now when they go to the, the food store because stuff's so expensive. And we're talking about spy balloons. Well, you know what? Know. There's there's just nothing else going on in the world right now that we have to have something to talk about. And you know, if the there's balloons... World War Three going on right down the road. Oh, we no, don't want to the... talk about that. Oh, shh. The balloon is the top thing. And when the balloon goes away, I'm going to be kind of sad, you know? Like, I just... what am I going to do when the balloon's gone? Thank you, Jay. You're soothing the tiger right now. I don't know. Thank you. Anyway, brother, let's, very good. Yeah, let's wrap it up, man. I think uh, I think we l l left enough to tickle people's minds. You can make your own opinion. I kind of came out from both angles. At kept me on track. I got mildly irritated. <laughs> yeah, I knew you would. And you know, I could have done this on my own, but it would not have been as effective without you here, At. So I appreciate. No, it. this is great, Joe or Jay. Thanks for having me on, man. Really, that you, you got a great thing going on here. I, I love being on. It was an honor, bro. Yes, sir. Okay, you so have some plugging to do. Oh, we we do. I almost forgot. Let me go ahead and throw this up. So let's start off. I'm gonna make it quick. Uh, go to our website if you will, knightsofthestorm.com, or uh, it's I'm sorry, the knightsofthestorm.com, or knights OTS, same as our Twitter handle, com, and it'll get you here. And what you want to do is uh, you can go here to friends and see who we have on. Actually, right after this, I'm going to go join my friend Chris Graves here on his studio to kind of BS for a while. If you want to join us, AT, please feel free. AT's going to go eat. Okay. AT's always hungry. Just remember that, ladies and gentlemen. But, uh, yeah, hungry tiger. Hungry like the wolf, hungry like the tiger. All right. So, mainly, we, we all met in David Knight's show, so we always promote David Knight. And if you go to his site, uh, you're going to go to here. Oh, where am I at? Where did you go? Look at that. Oh, yeah. yeah. So, cool yeah, this is his site. I was down there looking at it earlier. I was looking at these pretty things, right? Look at uh, the beautiful coins Jason Baca yeah. designed. This shirt is amazing, by the way. It's not black, it's more like a charcoalish, kind of a slight blue. It's a beautiful color. Yep. Um, that would and, look sweet and black, though. Hint, hint, David Knight. Uh, yeah. So we got the mug. I think everyone loves the mug. Um, Don't everyone forget about the pens. Them. They make you smarter. When you write with them, you will be smarter. They do. I won't promise that they have like a spell check. They're not like Grammarly, but they, they do write you smoothly and they make you smarter. You'll be so smart. And the biggest way to really support them and support yourself is to go to davidknight.gold and turn some of your fiat. And matter of fact, why don't you take it, AT? Why don't you plug it and I'll, I'll do the thing talk about oh, okay i'll remember this when you're a guest on my show <laughs> i'm just doing it so you want to go to davidknight.gold it's going to take you to the doorstep of the wisest of the wolves and that would be tony arterburn you want to join wolf pack okay when you hit join wolf pack you, you'll get to the door of the wisest of the wolves and that would be tony arterburn and he has kinsey and a, and a whole crew over there and they're all angels you can trust them um they got you got to set it and forget it and you got buying power right 
you are in with a bunch of people buying. So it's a lot cheaper than any other online source of gold. So if you join the Wolfpack, you really get a good value for what you're what you're spending your fake fiat dollars on and getting some real money, right? So your time is val your valuable time that you spent gathering the fiat dollars is now actually not going to be devalued with time. Okay, like the fiat dollar will be. So you can start at fifty dollars, which is you know minimum. It's a great way to start. You get you know it's you know it's not a lot of money. And I know right now things are tight, ladies and gentlemen. But that fifty dollars, and that's why I love these guys for doing this because they they made different tiers depending on how you're doing, right? So you can go all the way up to a thousand, one twenty five, two fifty, five hundred. Ladies and gentlemen, you can't go wrong doing this. You know I just got done saying on my snake and find my snake and uh, the snake in the. Uh, the tiger financial report buy some solid commodities buy gold and silver this is not financial advice but that does not devalue with time and it will be recognized as money always worldwide all, all right. right and hey last thing uh since you are a guest in the foxhole today and i hope you didn't get your your clothes dirty you know no um, no no look at that we made it out because uh, i don't know what the leader of the foxhole would be called um you know rank wise but we have a great leader in the foxhole, right? And we had Bouncer the Dew Dog sniffing out for for uh, uh, yes. IEDs and mines and stuff. So we're good. Keeping Thanks us safe. Jay, dude. Honor Tell us where to find you, Angry Tiger. Uh, in case they're seeing this for the first time, where can they find Angry Tiger? Uh, Rumble, Substack. So I want I want people to go to Substack and I want people to go to Rumble. Um, you can also find me on Twitter. You can find me on Odyssey. You can find me on Spreaker. You can find me on Anchor. And that's going to shoot me out and you can find me on spotify right now and youtube but don't don't think that i'll be there very long because sooner or later i'll say something all those people don't like i'm surprised i'm still on those ones but yeah, yeah. so that's where you can find me all the places you can find me at linktree too you put go to linktree put an angry tiger and i'll show you all the places you can find me thanks jay all right brother and you can find me on nights of the storm tomorrow morning and every saturday morning 10 a.m eastern time be there and you will be knighted all right. Well, that does it for this evening. Hey, remember to hold your ground, watch the enemy, continue to improve your foxhole, and look out for one another. Until point, point. You've been watching the foxhole with Jason Barker.